Welcome to the American Experience Podcast. I'm Monique. And I'm Satoya. We are two close friends that share a passion for self-care, personal growth, and women's empowerment through honest dialogue and shared life experiences. Thank Thank you for for joining us. us. Self-care should always be a daily practice for all women, but sometimes we allow many of our day-to-day responsibilities, you know, such as work, children, being caretakers to parents and grandparents, kind of force ourselves in the back seat. Well, that being said, we have a special guest, Cordelia, also known as Evolution Mama, and she's going to be talking to us about self-care and motherhood and all that good stuff, so... We just want to welcome her. Welcome. welcome. We're so glad to have you. We're excited. Thank you. And I'm so excited and happy to be here. Thank you for having me on your podcast. And um, yeah, I'm excited to be here to talk right. about self-care and motherhood and just to be a part of everything that you're building and what you're doing for the community of women. Thank you. Yeah, so, we feel the same. Yes. So we kind of want to know, um, what is Evolution Mama? All right, so Evolution Mama is my baby, and it's something that I started. It's, an, it's a self-care and wellness company that specializes in teaching busy moms how to take care of themselves first. And the emphasis on my work is for busy moms to put themselves first because so many times, of course, you see in motherhood, we forget to take care of ourselves, and we wind up living and pouring from an empty tank mm. that leads us to all kinds of negative impact on within ourselves such as depression you know it can lead to us our health declining our Mm -hmm. mental health declining so when I started Evolution Mama is almost two years ago to be exact um, I started it out of a place where I was learning how to find myself again and I I chose to go the avenue of self-care because I'm a mother of five and I'm good at that you know, I cook all the meals, do all the laundry, you know, I homeschool, I do all of those things. But one thing that was missing was me. Mm. And yeah, so the way I started Evolution Mama, honestly, it came out of my desire to restore my health. And that started physically, you know what I mean? So we know what to do for the physical health. Yeah. But then... As I continued to educate myself, um, I went back to school to become an integrative nutrition health coach, and I began to see that our health um, is more than what's on our plate. And then, you know, as I started to research more about self-care and apply those principles to my life, I'm like, you know what? I need to help other moms do the same thing because I realized as I felt better and as I took care of myself, I was able to be a better mother. You know, I was able to have more patience. Um, I didn't, I wasn't living in such a place of like depression and resentment, mm. you know? So, I mean, that's a long, that's a long way around to say Evolution Mom is a self-care and wellness company for busy moms. <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> I think it was so, it's so important that you said that, you know, everything, I do everything well, but one thing was missing was me. Yeah. And that, that happened so often. I think even within myself, I felt like I'm, I was the wife, the mom, the 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 nurse the this or that but myself kind of fizzled out and like you said my health declined i'm exhausted yes. i'm irritable i don't want to be yeah. bothered i'm just not engaged so and a lot of times we don't 
we get so caught up in a rhythm that we just don't even see that decline happen because it usually happens slightly. You have yes. one baby, new baby, certain little change, then you go back to work, or you have another child, and then some more changes and less of yourself start to happen. So I can definitely oh see how how that how important that is. But what about the women? The women who they can't, how do they folk like how do they know that they have lost themselves that's a question because sometimes they're so yeah. caught up they don't even know and they don't know why they're angry or miserable or un- uh, unsatisfied yeah like what are the what are the um what are the markers or the kind of the the guardrails that we kind of bump into that we can bump into to kind of figure out like oh actually i'm not super healthy right now mm-hmm well, there's a, there's quite a few ways um, that you can, I guess it's about looking at where, like you said, when you're not healthy, because when we look at health as a holistic approach, that means not just your physical, mm-hmm. but your mental, your spiritual, you know, your social interactions. When you start to see that um, maybe you might constantly wake up with headaches, mm-hmm. when you start to see that maybe you can't sleep, have trouble going to sleep, have trouble having trouble staying to sleep. Um, I would say also with, you know, that constant overthinking, 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 where your, your thoughts are kind of taken over, where you're constantly um, have that never-ending to-do list, but you get nothing done on that list. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's another way to know that you're forgetting about yourself. When you start to feel resentful, like I said, for me, the way I was able to recognize that I need to take care of myself. It wasn't just that I physically became sick, okay, and nothing was wrong with me, you know, according to the doctors, but it was also when I became so resentful of motherhood, and this was a role in my life that I took a lot of pride in and that I appreciated the opportunity to be a mom, but I began to resent um, my daily life, resent my daily tasks, you know, where I had no patience, you know, where my children showed um, the effects of me having short patience, the effects of me not being present with them. Mm -hmm. So there's quite a few ways that you can tell that you're not taking care of yourself. You can take an examination of your environment. You know what I mean? Like if you're getting up and you're just miserable every day and you can't pinpoint why you're miserable, most likely you're not taking care of yourself. You know, if you're constantly surrounded by people where you're your environment consists of people that don't have your best interest at heart, but mm-hmm. where you're constantly giving and giving and giving and giving. There's another clue. You're not taking care of yourself. So I feel like if you look at all the different factors of your life, physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual, and you see any of those areas lacking, you definitely um, are in a position where you are not taking care of yourself and where self-care is not a priority. Yeah. Yeah, and as a woman and as a mother, we know that we're balanced. And you know how you feel good when, say, you drink your water for the day. You feel good when you drink your eight to ten cups of water. Yes, I'm super you know? impressed with myself. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's like that one, it's like one thing, but you did that and then say, okay, maybe you were used to running. I know I used to run on like three to four hours of sleep, okay? But that day when I st- laid down for six hours, I felt amazing. I was like, okay. I got this. Six hours of sleep. I don't drink some water. I called a friend and text a friend today. You know? <laughs> it you sounds know, so minuscule, but it's so important. Yeah, it's like all these, um, I guess in a lot of ways, it's like making these little tiny deposits in your yeah. 
self-care account. Yes. Yes. Oh, I love that. The yeah. self-care account. Mm-hmm. And it's so it's so interesting that you put it that way, because believe it or not, one of my self-care practices is having an account for myself, like a financial. It's called a me fund. Yeah. And what, what I do is every time that I get paid or have income coming in, I put aside something for myself to spend as I please on myself. No questions, no guilt, you know, but mm. think about it. It's the same thing with the quote that I, um, one of the quotes that I base Evolution Mama on is that you cannot pour from an empty tank, right? Yeah. Because think if you have a teacup and you want to pour, pour it into another cup and then you empty it all out, but then someone else wants some more tea and you want to share that, right? But your cup is empty. Mm-hmm. So what are you going to put in that other cup? Yeah. Air, mm-hmm. you know? Yes. So it's based on the notion that you do have to throw your own cup first and then you serve others. You, you love your children. You take care of your family from the overflow so that they're getting the best part of you at all times, but you are giving your best to you more importantly. So I love a- that so much. Yeah. I love. And the thing that I really love about your message is how countercultural it is because mm-hmm. I remember always, and even to this day, I hear so many women and so many moms say like, oh, you better try to get get all these things out that you want to do for yourself before you have kids. Because once you have them, it's, it's over. over. It's over. Like, there's no taking care of yourself. You ain't getting there's no sleep. There's no going out with friends. There's no, like, nothing. Like, you're done. It all goes to the kids until the last one is 18. Yes. And that's so true. But that whole notion that society, you know, puts out there about the role of motherhood is what I feel contributes to, you know, the negative experience of being a mom where we feel like we can no longer be anything else but a mom. Mm -hmm. And I remember when I was operating from that mindset, that's why I was miserable. That's why I was depressed. That's why I was resentful and I wasn't being my best self. And I didn't pursue the goals that I had prior to having children. So even though you have a child or multiple children, like I said, I have five and I had four children over the course of five years. Okay. So I automatically was like, oh, my life is over. You know, I have friends that didn't have children. So I kind of felt isolated. Mm. But what I had to remember was I'm still a woman first. Absolutely. Yeah. In who you were first. So yes, you have your goals and your ambitions. It's not that you can't do them. You just have to adjust your life in a way where you can still achieve those things and take care of your mother. Yeah, I'm sorry, take care of your children yes. and your mother. <laughs> <laughs> that's when that came out too, because that's also something else we do. As you said um, earlier, Monique, you know, we take care of our parents and we take care of everyone else and not mm-hmm. ourselves. So mm-hmm. I guess that was a Freudian slip that came out. Yeah, it sure, sure was. Um, <laughs> One of the things I hear a lot, and and I guess I can be guilty to a fault with this excuse, but I don't, I mean, it's not a current excuse now, but, you know, I don't have time. Um, what What is self-care? I don't have the money. What are some specific, like we, we mentioned a few already, but what are some specific things that other mothers can do to incorporate their self-care in their busy day? Um, there's so many situations, a mom who works six, seven days a week, a mom who uh-huh. works the night shift, a mom who has to take care of her children and her sick husband, her children and her sick parents. How do they incorporate it and what does that look like? I 
think the main thing to focus on is that self-care looks different for everybody. For everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, and as a mom, sometimes we fall into that trap. We compare ourselves to other moms. You see these moms going here, they in the nail shop every week, getting their manicure and pedicure. You see them going to get spas, you know, hanging out at the coffee shop at Starbucks every other day. Mm-hmm. You, the thing is to get everyone else's image of self-care out of your mind and to focus mm-hmm. on what works for you. Use your time, your resources, and be deliberate about saying, I'm going to take this time for me. Um, one thing that, you know, you can find it on my blog at evolutionmama.com, I do give, of course, several ideas. And you can always research and find different ways that you can practice self-care, but the main thing is to look within. Because no one else can, you know, live your life and take care of you like you. Mm-hmm. And no one else really knows what you need mm-hmm. besides you. So yeah. something, yeah, so something practical that I would say for moms, no matter whether you're a single mom, work-at-home mom, working mom, you know, um, married mother, all of those things, I would say um, I have three tips that I always say to every busy mom. The first thing to do is to practice, start to a spiritual practice of gratitude. And when I say a gratitude spiritual practice, that's when you find seven things that you're grateful for. And that doesn't have to take long. You can think about it in your mind or you can write it down as a, in a journal. Mm. Seven things that you're grateful for every day. And the key to it is if you're doing it early in the morning, focus on seven things you're grateful for from the day before. Okay. Because you know what that does? That shifts your mindset. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that helps you to find the good things and the gr- things that you're grateful for in your upcoming day. That's so that was so one true. thing. Yeah. So that's the one thing that I would do. Because you're never too busy to think. You know That's what I mean? That's a good We're one. I'm always thinking. That is a time. great idea. So what's the second? Um, what okay, was your sorry. other? You said there was three tips, right? There was three main ones. Let's yeah, I had three quick and easy tips. So the first one was this, was your gratitude, mm-hmm. spiritual practice. Mm-hmm. The second one would be focusing on your physical, which is bedtime. Now, you know, we know health-wise, physically, we need to, to rest so that we, we need to get sleep so that our bodies can be rejuvenated, so that our minds can reset. So what I would do is aim for a bedtime where you can guarantee you get seven to eight hours of sleep. Mm. Oh, God. So <laughs> I'm that guilty. Means, <laughs> maybe inch your way to it. You know, so say, you know, you go to bed at 12 at midnight and you get up at six, you're already at six hours. Maybe push that back to 1130. That gives you six and a half hours. So maybe mm-hmm. do the slow gradual. But if we can aim for for seven to eight hours a night, I think that would, well, I think I actually know because I do try that practice as well in, in my everyday um, self-care. And it's, I know it just definitely gives you so much energy. You will feel better. You have mental clarity. Mm-hmm. You will have more patience with your children. You know, if those seven to eight hours has to come by taking a nap in the middle of the day, again, self-care doesn't look the same for everybody. So if you have to squeeze in a, a half-hour nap, if you could, I don't know about other busy moms, but, you know, a nap is would be lovely (laughs) but um i try to get that in my seven to eight hours at night so the bedtime where you would get seven to eight hours of sleep your gratitude practice and the third thing which is for where our schedules because you know since we're super busy you're right the notion is we don't have time you know we have so many other things to do and we put it in our schedule whether we have our phone planner our physical planner you know we have a calendar on the wall schedule time for yourself in your day and I would start with 15 minutes 
Because to me, that's something that's short, that's attainable. And even 15 minutes a day, it doesn't have to be 15 minutes straight. It can be five minutes in the morning, five in the afternoon and five at night. Or it can be 15 minutes in the morning before your kids get up or 15 minutes at night while your kids are sleeping. You know, so find a way where you're definitely deliberate to say, I'm taking this time for me because you're worthy of that time. Start with 15 every day. And I think that as you continue to make that a part of your daily life, it's going to become second nature. And then your 15 minutes could turn into, you know, a full day Mm -hmm. and that could turn into a week. So just build and build, but start with 15 minutes. That's good. Those are some really, really helpful tips. So one thing that I, one thing that I feel like I heard in everything that you're saying is the quality and efficacy of a person's self-care is directly related to how much they know themselves. Yes. I would say I would say that absolutely it's about how much how much you know yourself. So I also have um, I wrote a blog post about that because knowing yourself and self-awareness is all a part of self-love. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times people, including me, for the longest, I did not know the difference between self-care and self-love. But mm-hmm. I believe that self-love starts with self-care. So self-care is like the behavior. It's the behavior. Right. And the, and, and then self-love or self-awareness is the belief, the knowledge. So if you can start with just doing something, you know, change your behavior, it changes your thoughts. When you change your thoughts, mm-hmm. you change your behavior. So that whole cyclical movement. CBT therapy, right? people. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so when you change your thoughts, you change your behavior. Change your behavior, you change your thoughts. You, you, you experience favorable outcomes, therefore you're more likely to do, do that behavior again. And that's where um, self-care does relate to knowing yourself. Because if you know something that you enjoy, I don't care if it's one thing. If you can say, I enjoy drinking tea out of pretty teacups, right? That's one of my things. I like to have a pretty teacup and I like to drink tea. That's one thing that I do for myself. And as I'm doing that, I am sitting, I'm like, you know, it's just a cup of tea for some people. But for me, I'm like, I'm enjoying this. I, I've taken the, t- the taste, the flavors, the smell, the even looking at the cup, the warmth of it. It's yeah, some mindfulness, mindfulness going on. Exactly. That's a mindful exercise. And it's pleasurable exactly. for you. And that's. That's a good way to include mindfulness because sometimes people don't understand what about, I mean, how do I do mindfulness? Just sit still, but drinking something that you love and paying attention yeah. to the flavor, the texture, the heat, that is, that's amazing. And it allows you to kind of just separate yourself from your ex, your external stimulation and kind of go within. I love it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And you know what, too, that's also, um, when you practice self-care and you find that one thing that you like, like I said, it can be as simple as a cup of tea. It can be playing your favorite song on the radio. You know, it could be wearing your favorite colors. Something that simple, it does make you more self-aware. Because as you begin to enjoy and love that 15 minutes, that 10 minutes of time that you're spending, that you set aside for yourself, you begin to evaluate, you begin to evaluate other areas of your life and you look for the good and for how you can begin to enjoy those other areas. Mm-hmm. So to me, that leads to more self-awareness and, and for, more things that you can enjoy. And for all you people who don't want to be kumbaya-ish, you can close the door and twerk. 
and that's on camera. <laughs> you can close that door and door, you know what I'm saying? Ain't nothing wrong with that. Just saying. Because if it make you feel good, you do it. Literally, like, in my head, when he said that, the first thing I heard was, dum, 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 dum. <laughs> I want, to actually, I want to get more into the services you provide because you actually provide services. But before we get into that, I want to kind of stress people that Cordelia, um, she's a social worker by trade. Yes. And that's just not, that's not the only thing. Can you kind of let us know a little bit about the other things that you've, that you've done and that, and you know, that you're still doing? Because I think when people start to realize who you are and what you are, it, it becomes even more real and more fathomable to know that, oh, wow, she's a normal person and she's done this and she, yes. All right. <laughs> well, if you got time, um, <laughs> <laughs> I have done um, quite a few ventures. You know, I am a public speaker, a professional speaker, so I do um, speaking engagements, workshops and events. Um, I have a blog, evolutionmama.com. You know, my background is in social work, so I have worked up with several populations, um, including homeless families, um, fathers in the criminal justice system. I have um, founded my own nonprofit called Project 22, and that is a um, creative outlet for urban young, young adults or, and teens so that they can identify and address social issues in their communities. Um, that's also an, an event-based organization. Um, I also have Cordelia Bakes, which is my seasonal gluten-free um, baked goods company. Mad so, good. Mad good. And it's delicious. We can both vouch <laughs> good. for the amazing, like, I remember one time I had one of her cakes, and I was literally silent the entire time I ate it. Well, every time she left the kitchen, I was eating the food and wasn't even finished. <laughs> Thank you for vouching for me, but <laughs> I appreciate your kind words, seriously. Um, Cordelia Bakes is what was one of my um, companies that was born out of um, when I was in a major transition in my life. I'm a busy mom of five. That's a role in itself. Mm -hmm. I have five children. Um, I did say I had a blog. And right now within Evolution Mama, I currently provide group and individual coaching programs. Um, as I also stated, I do public speaking and workshops all centered around self-care and wellness. And um, I also create digital products. I have an ebook out now called Self-Care for the Selfless Mama. And that's a, a quick guide to define self-care for busy moms. And I'm also an author. I am working on um, two books currently. One I'll reveal the name of it when it comes out. And the other one is a cookbook, um, basically healthy recipes that are quick and easy for busy moms, of course. Healthy, it's called Healthy Families on a Healthy Budget. Wow. So those are the, all the several things that I do. But, you know, I want to point out that, yes, I do all of those things, but I do all of those things at different times. Mm -hmm. And I'm flexible you know, I'm flexible because I do have a lot on my plate. Um, one major self-care practice that I apply to my life, and that's another thing I want to say, is I do say no. I don't say yes to everything. I don't say yes to everybody. Mm. 
And, and you know, when, you, when you're an entrepreneur, it can be very tempting to want to accept every contract. Oh, yeah, I also do mystery shopping. I'm sorry, I forgot to say that. I also do mystery shopping because those are contracts. Um, and I do say turn some of those down. And I also um, teach part-time ESL to children online. So I said all that to say I am very flexible with my schedule. I am um, – my no – I don't feel guilty about saying no anymore, mm. um, and, I, and I also make sure that whatever I'm focusing on, whatever for the season of my life where I'm focusing on a certain project, that's what I focus on. Mm. You know, and um, you know, as far as my home is concerned, I'm a homeschooling mom as well. I homeschool four of my five children, and um, you know, it's a lot. I know it sounds like a lot, but everyone has 24 hours. We all have 24 hours, mm-hmm. and we have to find ways, like I said, that works for us. So for me, having seasonal businesses, having a business that is part-time is what works for me. And that's, I think, perfect. Knowing your time, knowing your schedule, knowing yourself. So you can assume, you can pursue the things that you love with a family, with a career, with all these things. It's just timing and scheduling. Yes. Yes, and that's one of the um, major focuses of Evolution Mama. It's self-care, wellness, planning, and inspiration. You know, because the planning is important so that we can find the time for ourselves. You know, of course, we know about self-care. And wellness is also um, an expansive topic because it's not just about what you eat. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. it's everything intertwines with itself. Or with each other, not within itself, with with each other. Self-care, wellness, planning, and inspiration. Because when you can practice self-care and you can be your best self, and when you have, you know, a certain level of wellness that you can can say, I'm deliberate about this, then you can inspire other people. Mm-hmm. And you're inspiring them, again, from a full cup. You're yeah. not trying to find time to inspire them you're inspiring them because of how you live your life or because of because of the way they see you interacting with your children because of them seeing you say okay you know what i'm gonna drink some tea right now i'm gonna go for this walk and, you know and, so. and it's true i actually started incorporating a better sleeping schedule than i've ever done before mm-hmm. i would go off for two hours and that was for years and eventually mm-hmm. it started tearing me up and i might have mentioned this in previous um podcasts but after I defended my um, my research, my capstone, uh-huh. um, I kind of had this wave of exhaustion. It just hit me like a ton of bricks. Uh-huh. And it was as if all those years of neglect hit me within that night. It just, bam. I, oh, I've oh. never, I can't remember the last time I felt like that. And I slept really well. And... It felt so good just to have that rest. And I realized, I learned for myself that the minimal amount of sleep I can, I need in order for me to function is six. And nine hours is amazing for me. Uh-huh. That's like yeah. a vacation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, and, and just doing that, my like you said, my, my, my head is clear. Man, I'm going into work. I'm like, wow, I can't believe I did all these notes so quick. <laughs> And, and I didn't, my mind didn't shut off. Oh, shoot. <laughs> so it's very, very important that we really focus on these things. If we want to live, live freely and be happy and uh-huh. really just be the best of best that we can be. 
Yeah, it's true. I was I've been writing about um the concept of time and how much time we have. And oh. I've been thinking about it a lot over the last couple of months. And like if we're supposed to sleep eight hours and then people generally work about what, eight hours a day? Uh-huh. That leaves us with eight hours to do everything else. Mm. Every uh. day. Like so basically on a day-to-day basis, I have eight hours to brush my teeth, feed myself and my family, pay my bills, do my budget, clean uh-huh. my house, and also invest in relationships and myself. <laughs> and it's like, it goes to, back to your point of like, saying no is a necessary skill because uh-huh. there is only so much time that we have to give. Yes. Yes. No, that's so important because, you know, I used to be that people pleaser, you know, got to be there for everybody, do everything for everybody, say yes to this, and I want this person to be happy. I want them to feel good. Oh, I got to help this person. I have to help that person. Meanwhile, I was neglecting myself. And, you know, when you realize, when you put it that way, Satoya, about having that short window of time to do everything else, it really puts things into perspective because when you when you're the one that has to in a way reflect on how you did spend your days how you did spend your time and those that are closest to you our children you know our spouses our our closest friends our family you know they're also going to look back and you'll look and see how that time was spent so it yeah. really is up to you to in a way to write that story do you know what i mean like to you're you're creating the picture of what what's going to be seen and, and, and you're creating that legacy as well. And, yeah. you know, a lot of times we as moms, we do neglect ourselves because we make ourselves an option, you know? Yeah. Everyone yes. and everything else is a must do. But I'll get to me when I have time. But if you realize you only have eight hours a day and in those eight hours you have to spit 15 minutes or more for you, put it in that perspective, you're going to take care of yourself, you know? Um there was one of the when I was just thinking about what I would say here on the podcast and what wants to point point out as like the question you asked earlier well how do you know you know that you're not taking care of yourself how do you know that self-care is not a priority in your life and you know one of the ways is like you said when you say yes to everything and everyone because then your yes becomes resentful Mm, then your yes becomes instead of yes it becomes yeah all right Oh, yeah. You know, it's and it's not necessarily how you say it, but it's how you feel mm-hmm. when you're doing it. You know, I don't know if you've ever been in a situation where someone has given something to you, but you know the difference when they're giving it out of a generous, loving, kind heart and kind manner when they're giving it to you. Do you know exactly. what I mean? The yeah. difference between those two. And if we think about it like that, you know, that's not just how we feel, but those that we are giving of ourselves to and they're t- we're, we're constantly pouring ourselves out they're getting that same energy yeah and you sometimes know, they- I think that like I think that sometimes not in all cases but I think in a lot of cases when we're saying yes to things that frankly we should not be saying yes to mm-hmm. we're saying yes out of kind of this um a little bit of a currency where we feel like oh man like 
I have to say yes because that's like my friend. I might I may not actually be enough and I may actually need something and I want to be loved or I want to be accepted or I don't want this person to be angry with me. And so we give out of these fears of like of lack. You know? Yes. yes. Latoya, when I tell you this could be a whole nother podcast because you're speaking right now about worthiness. Mm. Mm-hmm. And all of that still relates to self-care because a lot of times, you know, we as women and as mothers, we find our worthiness and we we find our value in what we do for others. Yeah. Instead of noticing our own strengths, our purpose, and what we bring to the table. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so you said a you said a whole mouthful. Okay. <laughs> you said a whole <laughs> mouthful, but it's so true. Like when you really think about. The way that you, a lot of times we, we know, we, we, we are don't, how do you say this? Let me see. Not that we don't have a sense of worthiness, but our sense of worthiness is tied to the wrong thing or is in the wrong direction. You're absolutely yeah. right. And you, you touched it, girl. You, you just preached a thing, girl. Because <laughs> another thing we say yes to, saying a lot of yes to things, to relationships, yes to friends, yes to boyfriends or what whoever partners who are just not you you shouldn't be saying yes to and there the resentment lies because you said yes too much yes and the resentment is foreshadowing on others but it really is because you said yes too much you gave him too much something you shouldn't have exactly And, and then when you're constantly saying yes then that's where the guilt and shame comes in when you want to say no or when you should say no because this is another thing that I do as far as um, establishing self-care or even tweaking my self-care practice. Think I think about the life that I want to have, the life that I want to live, and I think about the things that are most important to me. And I, tr- I don't make a long list because when you say most important, not what's cool, not what you know everyone else is doing, not what's kind of important, but when you really narrow down your life to what's most important, I may have, what do I have? I have, um, you know, personal, I have my family, I have my business, and I have um, quality relationships, Mm. okay? And personal includes, you know, the mental, physical, and the emotional. Those four categories are the most important to me. So when it comes to to a point where I have to make a choice about whether it's an opportunity, whether it's an outing, whether it's a conversation, right? Whether it's a social media post and I'm scrolling in something I don't want to see, I have to make a choice and say, does this really um, add to or contribute to my goals in these four most important areas? Mm, right. And if you can't give a resounding yes, then you need to give a resounding no or even a quiet no, right? And even saying no, it doesn't have to be, that doesn't even have to be with resentment. It can be, you know, I thank you for asking me. I would love to, but I can't do that right now. Absolutely. Or you can say, you know, no, not at this moment. Or, yeah. you know, or you can just say no. Yeah. And and honestly, I think that when we say no to certain things or we say no to certain people, their response to our no is pretty telling of the value of the relationship Mm -hmm. and then at that point it's kind of like actually this relationship doesn't feed these areas of my life because I can't openly and lovingly tell this person that I can't do something 
Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like, absolutely. It just—it's amazing how much those things, or how much, um, how much saying no to certain things puts other things in perspective. Yes, yes, and it also it gives your yes more meaning. Yeah. You know, it gives your yes more meaning. Like, you know, if, if people, you know, I used to be the go-to. I was the go-to girl. I was the go-to for my family, you know, for a lot of my friends, you know, in when I was, you know, working for other people in business and things like that, I was the go-to. And if you're constantly saying yes, it's like, oh, let's just go ask Cordelia. She'll do it. Oh, let me just pick your brain. She'll do it. Or, you know, when you're in business, it's like they want to free your business to death because you say yes to everything. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, 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 yes. And, you know, because you're not saying no, your yes doesn't have the weight and value. Therefore, sometimes we tend to feel undervalued, mm-hmm. um, but we're not undervalued. It's just because we're saying yes to everything. So, yeah, that was reminds me of this quote. Point. Did you ever hear this quote? It's like, I don't remember where I even heard it, but it's something along the lines of when you say no to others, you're saying yes to yourself. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. And and because it's really not about the other person. It is about you. And again, self-care is not selfish. Yeah. It's not selfish. You know, it's just saying, yes, I'm taking care of you. Yes, but I'm taking care of me too or me first. You know, it's not selfish. So, yes, saying no is saying yes to yourself, but the no is not about the other person. The no is about you. Yeah. And, like, everything, everything that you're talking about with that, is like basically boils down to boundaries mm-hmm. <laughs> and developing healthy boundaries. I remember um, getting the book Boundaries from a Therapist in the past, yeah. and they had this incredible illustration of healthy boundaries. And it basically, like everybody has their their property, their house, their land, their yard, and we all have fences, but the fences have gates, and so like we can allow people in it at times and not at other times because we need to stay home and take care of ourselves. But then other times, you know, people come through the gate and we all get to congregate and so on and Uh so forth. And we can say yes and blah, blah, blah. But um, I thought that was such a great illustration Mm -hmm. for boundaries. Absolutely. Guys, self-care is deep. It is. We can get into a (laughs) 24-hour conversation. We can do do about (laughs) six episodes on all these topics and we probably are we probably will do some diverge deeper into especially boundaries i think that'd be a great topic um i want to uh let you guys know uh cordelia evolution mama you can find her on facebook it's at evolution mama instagram same thing evolution mama and her website www.evolutionmama.com you want to give her an email solicit some of her services it's hello at evolutionmama.com. Um, also, I think she has a Facebook group. Yes. yes. I can do you have a pro- tell us what that is? Because I don't, yeah. Can you go ahead and tell us about the Facebook group? Sure. The private face group, Facebook group is called Self-Care for Busy Moms. Mm. And that's where, you know, as a mom, you'll find tips, resources, and communities. I will do all of my free challenges within that group. And the focus of that um, group on Facebook is to provide um, mommy motivation, self-care tips, and um, also the free challenges. So we're wrapping it up. Okay. It was 
wonderful to have you on our podcast. We were so excited. We planned yes. we yes. planned this for so long, and so yes. happy that you were able to take the time out of your busy schedule to sh- to share your story and just to provide services to other moms. I think that's very thoughtful. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I really enjoyed our conversation. Definitely. <laughs> and so if um, if you want to connect with us, you can find us on Facebook at The Emergent Experience. You can also send us an email if you have any questions, comments, if you have any episode ideas or anything that you'd love to have us talk about, you can send us an email at hello at theemergentexperience.com. And with that, we're going to share our quote with you, which actually isn't our quote, but is a quote from Evolution Mama herself. Self-care is not selfish, but necessary. You can't pour from an empty cup. So take care of yourself first. Till next time. Bye. Bye.